Hey guys, welcome this week to a very special episode. This is No Name Noah here introducing Fwimcast Part 2. That's right, the second part of the Fwimcast. Enjoy. Yeah, one more. That's good whiskey. All right, boys. Welcome to the FWIM podcast part two. Uh, we're going to kick this off in a different way here. So instead of having an intro like we normally do, I think we're going to just dive right into it. Josh, why don't you kick this off for us? Uh, so this week on Josh Reed's Whiskey Bottle, we've got some Crown Royal Canadian whiskey, the Crown Royal Distilling Company, Toronto, Ontario, Canada. I thought they were out of Manitoba. Nope. I just read it. No, they are. It, it is brewed. It's, it's distilled in Gimli, Manitoba. <laughs> yeah. It's distilled in Gimli, Exceptional Manitoba. Exceptional smoothness. Nope, A regal <laughs> blend of distinct, full-bodied Canadian whiskeys, each imparting a rare characteristic to create this superb whiskey of unequal taste. So this so, is obviously a real, a real basic bitch of the whiskey game. For Canadians, at least. But we've never but reviewed it. But she's a fucking gem. And it's a basic bitch for a reason. Cannot be looked it's over. It's a staple. Cannot so be looked we have, over. We have a game plan with this, and that is everyone's going to take a shot. Then we're going to talk, we're gonna, we're gonna talk about the whiskey wow. as we go. So That's a big deal. That's a big you, deal. You talk, talk about it as you go, and then the next guy gets the mic, and he talks about it. Uh, it's, it's really smooth. It's got, um, it's got a nice caramel flavor to it. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's really easy to drink. Yeah, it's not overly smoky. Like, no. Cana- Canadian whiskeys are never overly smoky, but Crown Royal is one of those ones where it's just caramel in your mouth. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's definitely very sweet. Oh, sorry. I'm jumping the gun. Nope. Go ahead. Keep going. It's very, it's very sweet. It's very smooth. It's got one of the best bottles in the entire world. Oh, iconic, for sure. Yeah, iconic yeah. bottle. People used to keep their headphones in the velvet bag that, yeah, that they used bag to come in. Amazing. The we kept our roll play dice in that it. they come in are, are awesome. Yeah. It's, it's one of those whiskeys. Like, they actually got really famous in Prohibition. Hey, you already went. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Keep going. Nope. Okay, we, we're, we are going to roll it along. Um, <laughs> what I want to talk about is... I want to talk about being life tired. Uh, so we actually tried to record a podcast before this one, and it was absolute fucking dog shit. It, it was the worst was podcast really we ever recorded. Bad. We actually scrapped it and we're erasing it. It was so it's bad. Dog shit with worms. Yeah. And the reason for that is we're all actually pretty fucking tired right now and beat up like life tired. And I, w- I want to talk about that because I think it's an important topic that men don't talk about is when you're just fucking tired. So I'm gonna, I, I'm going to start. I'm going to talk about what's going on in my life. And we're going to actually go around and just talk about being life tired. But then we're going to actually talk about how getting away on a weekend with with guys, with the men to a flim impacts that and helps you to reassess and get right. So uh, for me, uh 24 hours before I was at FWIM, I was in the hospital with my wife for five hours because our baby was breached. And 
it was incredibly stressful, most stressful time of my life, probably watching the doctor rotate the baby, telling us there's only 50% odds. And then, you know, it worked. It was a fucking miracle of life. Craziest thing I've ever seen. I've never seen anything more beautiful or crazy in my life. This doctor, you know, rotating my baby, my wife clinging to the table in agony while this happens. And, you know, we're in there all day and under observation, heart monitor on her, heart monitor on the baby. And it's, it's awful. And, you know, then they come out of it and they tell you it's fine. You're going to have a normal birth in a f- couple, three weeks, you know, go home and relax. Well, how the fuck are you supposed to go home and relax? Like, holy shit. And then the next day I'm a whim and I'm just fucking done. Plus my back's all fucked up. I can barely move. I can bar- I can't lift anything. You know, it's embarrassing. I have to stand there and be the guy that says, sorry, I can't help with moving wood because my back... But you got your brothers to cover you. You have a team of men that you trust, that you know, even though you kind of feel like a pussy, you know you're not a pussy. You know that you have a team of guys that are there to help you pick up the slack when you can't do it. And the feeling of actually knowing that even though you're weak, you're not a weakling, is incredible. I can't even, you know, describe it other than to say, that's the most important thing, like to build that community where you know that you, you can be broken. You can be a wreck. You can show up like a fucking guy getting washed ashore from a shipwreck with, you know, and that's okay. And other people are going to help you carry the load for a minute. The weird thing about this swim is it feels like almost all of us washed ashore this year. And we've never had a Saturday like this one where everyone's just dead, sleeping, napping, struggling. And I want, the reason I want to talk about it is because that's real life. It's important. So that's, that's my story. That's how I showed up to FWIM. And we had to do a hard reset. We had to stop our podcast, say, this is horse shit, get around the fire, drink a beer. You know, everyone just confess what's going on in their lives and move forward. And, that's community. That's how we do it. That's how we move forward is we support each other. So that, that's, that's kind of, that's what happened to me. So let's, let's keep going. Um, yes, it, it's been, uh, it's been a stressful kind of last couple of months, um, for me work wise, just, uh, not being able to necessarily get employees and then getting employees and, you know, struggling with that where, you know, not exactly the guys I wanted, but the only guys I can get. Um, it's, uh, yeah. And because when, when I don't have guys that I can count on, I have to pick up the slack and it has just been just emotionally tired. A lot of like, you know, going out in the evening and quoting and having meetings and stuff like that. And it was like, I I showed up to FWIM and I was just wrecked. And, you know, it's, it's been therapeutic to be able to vent, right? Like whether or not you get advice, just being able to just spew and just get it off your, get on like off your chest and just get it out there and then to be able to just, you know, crawl into bed at 
11 when usually we're up till two and just, I'm just going to fucking sleep. <laughs> so yeah, it's yeah. Th- th- this year has been more of a restful year uh, of swim than normal, but you know what? It was needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say like Josh and I are in a similar boat. Like we, we both own businesses and it's stressful. You know what I mean? And this year was unique for me because I wanted to be out here all day Friday and I carved out as much of the day as I could. So I have three crews on the road now. So I saw them off in the morning. I said, Hey, don't call me. I'm going up Chillock Lake road. I'm not going to get a reception because I wanted to be here to help at least unload and do something. And that stress, like I was stressed that whole morning. I went home. I had but it was really important for me to have a, we do a month end meal in our company where we talk about how well we did and I give the guys steak and beer, you know, but as soon as that was done, they're like, Oh, normally we hang out for an hour. I said, no, I'm going camping. Get the fuck off my property. Go home. You're paid till the end of the hour. Like, <laughs> like I, I kicked them off like, and they like to hang out and I don't hate my employees and they're really good guys. But I, it was so important to me to get back out here. I fed them well, I gave them steak and beer, and they had a great day, and I didn't, like, shoo them away. But eventually, they are like, I'm like, that's it, guys. If you want to go home, go home now, like, because I wanted to be back out here. And I think I was out here probably 20 minutes later because being out here, you know, you've seen my cell phone during the day. It's a fucking nightmare. It's always going off because I have eight different people contacting me. Being out here, out of cell reception, peace. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I really appreciate being able to just roll in at the end of a day of work. Um, I haven't been able to spend the nights at FWIM the last number of years because I'm really dedicated to my job um, on the farm. Um, I'm working six days a week here in the spring, and I love what I do. And I like being able to just, at the end of the day, come up the river here and hang out with the boys and... um, I really appreciate everyone's work that I can just show up, hang out. I got to go back home, get a night's sleep, and then go to work. And then I'll show up a second night. And I really appreciate the second night of the weekend. So I appreciate your guys' uh, setup here. Hey, uh, gorgeous Greg. I, I only really see you once, twice a year. We really appreciate you coming too, man. Yeah, man. It's been, yeah. been real good to have you. Really glad you came. Yeah, I second. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate seeing you up here too, man. You're, you're a hell of a driver when we need to get some logs. <laughs> you know? Scoring some good snatches. Lord knows I wasn't going to drive, so. <laughs> uh, truck stop here. Um, basically, I get out this weekend... That I'm really digging the relaxing side of things. This whole day, we kind of got an extra half day in because we did we doubled down and got an extra Friday night at Josh's place to get a real good early morning for Thursday night. Thursday night, so we got a real good early morning on Friday morning to get here, and then that made like Saturday just a day of just hey, we've done a lot of shit already. We can like just kick our feet up for a while and i really appreciated that day myself today a ton um 
What was the actual initial question? It, the feeling was uh, this Saturday was different than any film we've ever had because people seemed life tired. Life you know? tired, yeah. yeah. We've never had a Saturday that we just sat away. We're and all we, very... And we really just sat this one away. And it didn't feel wrong. It felt like the right thing. It felt like the, the boys needed a fucking fiver. Yes. They needed a break. And, and so the, the topic is just talking about life tired and how, how to deal with that and how FWIM helps that. Yeah, so we're all very uh, speedy go-getters, usually. Like, more or less by nature, kind of. We're all like, go, 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 go. And that kind of catches up to you once in a while. And I've definitely had that in my life, too, in the past, of being over-involved with uh, volunteer stuff, where you just got to, like, say, sometimes you got to say no and, and not be the yes man. And that's... And not be like, well, can I just take five? And, like, we all were able to give ourselves that today. And learn, learning where that boundary is is to say no. Or not to say not to say no, but, like, hey, can we just... Slow down a bit. Yeah, man. Take learn, care learn, of yourself. That's a, that's a learning thing that you got to learn in life. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I think very similar to uh, well, to no to no name uh, is that my wife and I we just recently bought our first place. We're very excited about that. Um, but. The thing that nobody really t- told us or told, I mean, at least in this market with it just being so fucking hot and crazy and uh, just really just, uh, yeah, just fucking you for sure, is that there's a lot of stress and uh, that goes along with just finding a place, let alone, you know, because you, every... Every place that you go look at, you have to imagine yourself there. Like, otherwise, why would you, why would you offer on it? Or why would you, you know, why would you even consider the place? And so each place you kind of have your hopes up a little bit, even if you, you know, you, have, you keep your expectations in check. And so you just do that a few times. You do it over and over and over again. It just kind of gets exhausting, you know, and then. Um, and so, <laughs> yeah, you, you come here and you're like, sheesh, like between that and then colicky babies and toddlers, you're like, I don't know when the last time I slept like a full night was, you know? And, and so this kind of thing and relying on, on friends and, and, uh, I don't know, and letting and letting people help you is it really is refreshing. Like I feel already like I'll, I'll go to mon- I'll go to work Monday like better than I did on Friday, you know. And that's the kind of thing these are for, right? So refreshers. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Um, for me, life tired. Um, Recently in work, I've had three guys quit. Um, two guys were new guys. And so they quit. And there's also, there's, I'm the boss of the site. So there's a question in my mind. Did I not, did I do something wrong 
along the lines to make them quit? Or was I not a good enough leader to keep them like engaged in their job to keep going? So that's been on my mind a lot, which is stressful to a certain degree. Then another guy is quitting for because he's moving. So that's out of my control, but he's a major contributor to the site that I'm on. So then there's a whole bunch of, are we going to be able to keep up with the schedule we have in place um, because of that? Um, and so to come out here when my phone is not going off and being with the guys and just being able to sit around the fire and relax is, yeah, it's invaluable. Like you can't put a price on that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And that's totally Um, fair at the moment. Yeah, no, for real. But, uh, last year, uh, I know like, shit, I don't know what you guys talk about on this podcast. If COVID has been a topic that's come up, but last year was actually one of the fucking best years of my life because, because of COVID, because and now I'm going to feel it's going to sound like I'm just bragging or whatever, but like I have a lot of friends and I have, I actually had to take a, take a second to sit back and count out the different friend groups. I have like eight different friend groups and most of those groups don't get along with each other. So I can't see them all at once. I have to, you know, I have to like, you know, decide I'm going to see them one day, them another day and them another day. And on top of that, like having an extremely busy life week schedule, it's like, fuck man, I can't be seeing everybody and, and still have enough time for myself because like, I'm, I guess naturally an introvert. And so my, my tendencies are to like, just reclude and be alone. And, and you might be the only introvert with eight friend groups on the planet. (laughs) No, no, I'm, I'm, I don't know. Like, man, go on fucking remember like, like five years ago on fucking Facebook and everybody's like, Oh, I'm an introvert. And this is the article that defines me. And then, Oh, I'm an extrovert. And then, and then fucking ambivert was a term that came out. And it's like, I'm neither of those two. I'm in the middle. I don't know. Fuck I am. But anyways, no, it was great. Cause people would be like, yo, you want to hang out? And you could just say, Oh, you know, COVID I can't. And they'd be like, Oh, actually, yeah, no, I, that, I, 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 that makes sense. I understand that. And they couldn't argue that. I'm like, this is fucking amazing. Like, I can just not show up to things and stay home and play video games. Like, this is so fucking awesome. I am that douchebag friend. That's <laughs> why we went and had to go to, when we did the limo for Elliot's birthday, we had to go fucking round him up because he just blanked the world. I totally fucking on. forgot. I was, I was, I was, what, like, doing, I was mowing You're my doing lawn. doing yard work. <laughs> We yeah. showed up half drunk and hauled you off into the limo. But I mean, yeah, that's true. And then I, like, like my brother, I fell asleep that night on the couch watching <laughs> Formula One. But uh, yeah, no. Um, so I guess, I guess what I'm trying to say, though, is like life tired can look completely different. Sometimes it's, it's work and business stress. Sometimes it's family uh, and, you know, kid stress and sometimes just your fucking friends are terrible and uh they don't just get along like a bunch of fucking fuckos but no you know (laughs) uh yeah no a swim for me 
Fwim is kind of like a non-negotiable. I just, I show up because these guys are fucking unbelievable. If you, uh, if you're one of the 12 subscribers, you, you already know you've, you've been following <laughs> them since, since day one, you know how fucking amazing they are just because yeah, no, like these guys, these guys show up for everything. Like, you know, and that's, and that's the one thing, you know, you talk about fucking useless fathers, you know, like to be a decent dad, really the number one thing to do, you just got to fucking show up. And these guys are those guys. Like when, when these, when no name Noah has his kid and you know, you got the hipster who is, well, no, he's, he's, your son is what, like three, but, I have a two and a half year old and uh yeah, so you're not you're not really old? new to this, but yeah. but like you know when no name is, when that child finally pops out, like he, nobody here questions the fact that no name is going to be a fucking incredible dad because he's already got number one down, just fucking show up, and so like these guys are the kind of guys you call on them and they'll be there, you know, so it's just one of those things like Fwim has never been a negotiable for me it's a just show up because I know if I ever need anything, they will show up for me. So, Thanks, DJ. Yeah, it means the world because, uh, yeah, you always show up. You always bring energy. Uh, you bring interesting topics I wouldn't normally talk about that I love. And I agree with you. Half the battle is showing up. That's what, that's what so many young people are missing right now. And if, if you're out there and you're a young person... Just show up. Find good people and show up. That's half the battle. Don't worry about the thing you're missing. It's fucking shitty, probably. <laughs> Whatever you're missing, it's not worth your time. Just show up. Good friends are worth more than the other thing. Guaranteed. 100%. Also, if, if my friends are one of the 12 subscribers, I do love you. I just also fucking hate you sometimes. <laughs> you know what, though? Like, You know what's funny is... The, the atmosphere of this group goes far beyond what we even realize. I went to Calgary, was it last weekend? Two weeks ago? Last weekend. Yeah, last weekend. And the guy that I was meeting with there, new supplier relationship, everything, I was talking about the podcast, and he was like, oh, I think I've heard of that. Like, and he goes, oh, those guys are fucking hilarious. Like, the, the atmosphere of the group goes far beyond. It was so cool to tap into what this is. Every time we put out the podcast it's a little bit of this, right? And so when I was talking to him, he goes, oh, you're part of that podcast? I said, oh, yeah, you know, I, I, I kind of told him. And it, I wouldn't say it blew his mind. Shout out to Rob, my garage floor guys. But, you know, it was cool to see something that translates right now that we're feeling around this table 1,200 miles away. We have, uh, I, I just want to add on to that uh, tin hat. I appreciate that and I agree with it. We have a very small subscriber base in the Yukon. I was up there working and uh, I was at a pub and there was a bunch of really cool people there in the Yukon. If you've never been and shout out to all you people in the Yukon, it's the coolest place on earth. Quite literally, it's fucking cold. But <laughs> also the people there are the coolest. It's, it's the coolest, you know, the pubs are amazing. You, oh yeah. Yeah. White Horse, yeah. White, White Horse is unbelievable. One of the cool, great music scene, one of the coolest places on the planet. And um, the only thing better than, than the scene there is the people. They're warm as hell. For how cold it is, holy shit, they are warm as hell. And we're talking, and I say, yeah, I got a podcast. And all of a sudden, these guys are like, they're all subscribing, and, and they listen, and 
you know, it's amazing. Like you just meet someone and talk to them and then all of a sudden they're a listener and it's, it's fun as hell to be doing this thing. You know, who knows? I don't know how far we are away, you know, 2,500 kilometers, 5,000 kilometers. I don't know what it is, but you know, we're a distance away from them and they're up there and they're listening and it's fun as hell. And, and just like you said, you meet a guy in Calgary and he, he's heard of it and you people on white horse and they listen to the pod and it's amazing just it's, to meet these wonderful, wonderful people. I think it, it allows people to see a city. Like even my employees now, they found out that I do this. Like I never told them they just found it on their own. And we were listening into the truck one day and they're like, Oh, this, this, this podcast is great. These guys are great. I said, Oh yeah. I, you know, I know a little about, like, I kind of like let the cat out of the bag and what happens here, like, people respect that a lot. Like, my employees, they know, you know, this is a group where it's important. Like, being who you are, being a contributor, being a solid dude, this is important. You know what I mean? And I think that comes through in the podcast. You can hear it again and again and again, even though we always make fun of Elliot and his mom. But <laughs> She's kind of wonderful, actually. So I know you all know that, though. Yeah, but do you know her the way that we know her? No. <laughs> no, you don't. No. <laughs> Biblically. <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh, I'm, I'm going to be last up on the plate here. And, we, and I think... Uh, okay, so I'm not the last up. I'm going to be next to last up on the plate. And here we are. <laughs> uh, re- regarding life tired. I think that was, was that the phrase? Yeah. Life yeah. stressed, life tired, right? Yeah. So just give your, give yourself an intro for the listeners. It's a uh, wild card. Yeah. Second to last <laughs> wild card. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's weird. I mean, we're all, I think we're in our thirties pretty well. Most of us and, all of us, yeah. and, and, it's a really good time. It's wonderful. You've got you've got some energy that you retain from your twenties. You've got the fiscal ability to do things you want to do and make some moves in life and to dream a little bit. You also got kids you might be worrying about. So you also got your prime earning years. So I think like it's a heavy time, and uh, there's nothing that doesn't bear heavily on you. Nothing. Now at this point, all the chips are on the table. And you're, uh, <laughs> there's no, there's no downtime. So I suppose this weekend is just a, a tremendous thing to be able to do. Um, it, it's a twofold thing. Cause I mean, it's one thing to have such a solid group of guys, but it's also to, uh, unreal to have a group of guys that's that committed to taking a step back from these tremendous responsibilities to be with these guys. I mean, I think it's a, it bodes to all of our uh, respect and our love for each other. The fact that we actually all made it up. Uh, and it's also good too. Cause I mean, like I, I think I, I wrestled with it. Some of us probably wrestle this more than others, but getting away from it all sometimes is what you need to actually be the best that you ought to be when you get back to it. So when you're, you're right. yeah. you, when you're, when you, the, the, the demands that we have to answer to are huge, but so counter to our intuition, 
stepping back with people that we love is sometimes the only way forward in the way that we ought to do or the way that we really desire, like the, the most accurate way to get to our goals. Yeah. No, I agree with that. That's right. You can get trapped in a scenario very easily where you're plugging away, plugging away, plugging away, doing the right thing, doing the right thing. And then you, you hit the wall and you're useless and you're grump. You're mean to your family. You're not a good husband. Yeah. You burn yourself out. You're not a good employee. You're not a good business owner, whatever it is. That's where you need to get away. You need to, you have to, you have to get away with the boys. If you're a woman, get away with the girls, do, do whatever it is, whatever recharges you. You gotta, you gotta pull the trigger on it, and, and you gotta commit to it, and enjoy the moment. Get out, blow off the stress, do what it takes. You know, have some drinks, have some smokes, blow off the stress, relax, come back with a new perspective. That's gonna make you a better, better husband, better wife, better, you know, father, better mother, whatever it is, like better employee, better business owner. A uh, better person, uh, you know, it's going to make you, if you have faith, it's going to make you better in your faith, you know, whatever, whatever it is, if you volunteer, it'll make you better at that. It's so important. You got to take a minute that, and that's, that's kind of what we're grinding at here. Yeah. hundred percent. And, and it's so nice to see all of us up here. We did that. We, we, realized to save a penny now is to throw away a dollar later. So we saw the investment and the worth of ourselves and in this group of guys. And also that flows back out to our, our lives and our families. And, and I don't know, it's all maybe a little cliche, but it's fucking really true. And, and when you get to that point in your life, when everything weighs heavily and everything's high stakes, which is a good place to be, those are good problems to have, but you still got to learn to take care of yourself. Yep. So Bucky's last word of the night on this year. This year's been, yeah, it's been interesting. It's been a little over a year now. But I got to say that we take moments like the fire, like the building, like the working together, the getting together and building something the sharing of what everyone or any one individual combines towards it. And uh, for me, that's the great adventure. We can't forget that the definition of shit was stored high in transit. And that's because people were burning up. They had to label the barrels high in a ship so they didn't catch on fire. And someone decided to put a stamp on it. S-H-I-T. Store high in transit. We're all kind of on this trip. And these moments, these fires, these opportunities that we have. From losing a job. From working out what your existence is going to be. Where you're going to find your next placement finding a crew of people that you're going to work with, you're going to make it happen, push through to get to the place where things are back on solid ground. You know, those can be defeating, but they can also be the adventure of the opportunity to try and make it happen. 
And that's been my year, you know. It's been a year of kind of figuring things out and reevaluation, doing a bunch of renovations, trying to keep things sound with people that are working remotely, not able to see a lot of people. The reality of what everyone in the world's kind of dealing with right now. But there's great opportunity. The skies are bluer than they have ever been. The roads are with less traffic than they've ever been. You know, you have to look at the positive aspects of things and take advantage of that and learn and grow in it. And that's what I've taken from this year. Coming to FWIM, seeing everything that we throw on and put together. And I'm a small contributor to that, but I am definitely a contributor. I am coming blazing. You know, bareback, no saddle. Let's do this, boys. <laughs> you know, whatever needs to be done, let's do it and let's make it happen. And I would do that for each and every one of you. Everyone. Yeah, man. Caliber that is outstanding. And that's what I have to say. Drop the mic. On that note. That was perfect. Thank you, Bucky. Hey. Uh Hey, I think, no, like you've said it before, Noah, but it's okay to admit that it's stressful to be a dude sometimes. Like, uh, I, I think, like, Noah, Noah said something, I think, to me that stuck out when I was looking at places, like, and it's stressful because, like, if you, if you lose your job, that's, like, you need to find where to find that later. And I think it's okay to admit that it's stressful to be a guy and uh that's i don't know i think uh, that's not often talked about but it it, it should be and, and find a way to relieve that for sure there's a lot of weight on the shoulders you know yeah. you got to provide you got to be emotionally strong and sensitive at the same time which is a fucking juggling act on the best of days you know how many fights have we all had with our our women over the balance of trying to be strong and sensitive at the same time. Fuck, that's that's a mystery. You're doing your best every day. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, now, uh, hey, hey, Wildcard, I need you back for a minute. I, we're going to finish off with this. This is a long-in-the-tooth podcast. I know that. Uh, truck stops looking at the clock like, are you fucking kidding me? But I have one more thing, and we are going to move through this. And... Uh, actually, we're going to start with Bucky and go around this way, and we're going to finish with me, and it's very important to me. And the reason we're doing this is because we're only doing one Fimcast this year, and so it's a fucking banger of an episode, and you're getting, we're pouring out our blood and sweat and tears and guts, because we mean it, and it's important, and we're having fun, but we are tired at this point, and we're ready for call it quits and have a beer, but we're going to finish with this. <laughs> So, just so you know, you're getting the best of us. We're, this, is, this is the point where we're bleeding for you. Uh, it takes a village to raise an idiot, but it takes a team of idiots to raise a village. Now, we have quite a fucking village here, and we are going to end on a real fun note. This is going to be fun. Everyone's going to get to laugh and Am joke. I the village idiot? We are going to talk about our favorite parts of FWIM, whether it was the smoker, the hot tub, 
the, the fucking swim shack because this is a village we've built. And the, I want you this guys... This swim, though, not previous swims? Not, not previous ones. The literal village we are living in with a modern-day kitchen and a smoker and a hot tub and a, and a house that we're living in. And I want to go around the table and I want each person to describe something from this swim that blows them away, that they love, that they... You know, who does that? That kind of thing. This is our village that we've built. Let's talk about it. And then we're going to end the pod and we're going to get fucking drunk and smoke lots of smokes and have a good time. All right. <laughs> Here we, we go. waiting to get drunk till after? Yeah. So I'm going to jump in right away. Oh, no. <laughs> no, you're, in, you're, you're not in there. You're out well, of order. Oh, we're doing the circle. Yeah, we're doing, we're the, doing circle. the circle. Okay. So the literal village that we're living in, I want you to describe your favorite part of it. The, the actual physical village that we have built here to in this weekend that we're living in. Yeah, I got to say the kitchen. You know, there's some great treats that have come out of there. Um, uh, yeah, and laid you, it up. You got to describe the kitchen. Okay. Describe what the kitchen is. L-angled shelving, canopy, light surrounding, stocked. Pantry, double stoves, skillets galore, <coughs> coolers stacked to the ninth degree, you know, living like royalty in the bush is what this has been. And yeah, that kitchen is pretty fucking amazing. <laughs> I got to say that. that. Sorry for dropping the bomb, but it's got to be done. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to pan... I'm going to pan the landscape over to, I don't know. We got, uh, I'm kind of looking at a glow in the distance. And I think it's a house, but it's got, it's got glass walls. So that's our neighbors. You don't throw a stone around here, pal. Let me tell you. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> this thing is the, uh, this is, <laughs> it's the swim shack, you know, and the thing has served us well. Long before my time, it sounds to me like these guys have been at this for a decade now, and I don't see how this wasn't a major part of that for a majority of that time. And it's a stable, dry, elevated platform with walls and a roof for all the boys. All the boys pile in. We can sleep in there every night. It's just the best. Um, and... <laughs> Pile in, <laughs> pile in, fellas. You know, let's let's have let's have a few, and let's all meet back at the shack. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was the absolute best description anyone's ever given. The Fwim Shack is a what? What? Give us the dimensions again. Uh, uh, it's twelve by sixteen. And uh, to eight foot walls eight, with, eight with foot walls, vaulted but ceiling. It's essentially, it's a post and beam construction with uh, with rafters, and then we wrap it with poly. Some guys have bl- some guys have inflatable mattresses. Some guys sleep on the ground. Some like guys heathens. have uh, well, it's not the ground; it's a plywood floor. Yeah, yeah there's a plywood floor. Uh, so you're on you're a, up on off a joisted the floor. floor, joisted floor yep. with plywood. Yeah, it's fucking beautiful. We should call it the snore shack, though. Thank, thanks, uh, Wildcard. Appreciate it. Yeah. Beautiful. Earplugs required. Ear, earplugs fucking mandatory, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> the story. The story. Oh, fuck. The storing is out of hand. 
<laughs> Old Rick and Morty there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My my favorite part of this village is actually no longer within the boundaries of this village. Um, some context because of global events, people are in this in our area are camping more than ever because they can't actually leave the area and go to fucking Mexico or anywhere where they should be. But so in previous years, we've usually had this campground and the neighboring areas to ourselves fairly undisturbed. Well, we currently are now surrounded by other campers, some fuckos from the city that don't know what they're doing. <laughs> but the thing is we got here Friday morning and we have been shitting our brains out <laughs> in the neighboring areas <laughs> since Friday morning. And I look around and we have like numerous tents set up in areas that we have specifically shat in. What kind just, of a fucking idiot goes camping on a Saturday, <laughs> by the way? That's, this is what I said to Bucky yeah. today. I'm like, the fuck? You, why would you come all the way the fuck out here? Because this isn't really... It, it's easy to get to, but it, it, it takes it's a bit... It's not close. Take, no, it's not close. So you, you come all the way the fuck out here and then set up, and they have actually a pretty fairly impressive setup over there, but it took them all fucking day to do it, it seemed. But they're literally camping on all the shits we've taken. Yeah, like which probably, is... Probably, I'm going to just throw an estimated number... Of twenty five shits. <laughs> no, it's gotta be more. You think more? Well, <laughs> oh, it was it's, more it's more Josh between the two brothers. The 10. two brothers alone have distributed eight yeah. today, at least. I, I've <laughs> shot six times today. Oh my <laughs> what word. are you at? What are you at? Um, yeah, because I've 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 shit about like ten times. Um, <laughs> I, I I have been I have been pissing out of my asshole all day. <laughs> I've got fucking fire coming out of my ass. Uh, and yeah. To be fair, not all. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Not all full. Not all six shits were like full on. They like five of those weren't like, weren't proper sequels. They're probably like end credit stingers, but Direct still, I had to I had to go to the woods six times this morning. I like that you call them end that, credit that, stingers. That brings in the uh, the old uh, '90s Josh. It was just a fart. <laughs> <laughs> he stum- stumbles out of the woods, stumbles out of the woods with eyes wide as saucers, looks at red, white, and blue, and goes. It was just a fart <laughs> with a fucking huge roll of toilet paper and a shovel. Cause I, I've, I've been worried about farting. I don't want to shit my pants. I think, I think you had the lead up to that story is Josh sulking over to the toilet paper, picking it up like it, like a sulking, depressed like looking at us as he's walking into the bush going. Yeah. Again. Yeah. I feel. Yeah. My guts are going nuts. And then coming back with a look of elation <laughs> and going, it was just a fart. <laughs> it was just a fart. It gave and him the confidence to get in the hot tub it, with us. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I've solved it. Yeah. Like, I fucking solved it. We gave him a hug. Like, it was an accomplishment. Were you done? Well, in a very different accomplishment, my favorite part was when... Whoa, uh, you're skipping red, white, and blue. I that thought was, that was his. That was my... Oh, fa- your favorite part I of the village I had three highlights. 
One was Josh's just a fart. One was the sun and the moon being shown to the kayakers. Oh, yeah. Going yeah, by. No, no, uh, no. And number th- his balls yeah, out. Number three. Number three was uh, truck stops underwear being thrown to the fire. Okay, hold on. Uh, let's what, leave it at that. You know, you need one more thing. Favorite, favorite actual part of the building of oh, the village. Part of build- can building. I re- cooking, can I repeat something? something? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The Flim Shack. I think yeah. the highlight for me is always coming here, strapping on my tool belt, cracking a beer and building the Flim Shack with Josh. We have it. We're a well-oiled machine. It goes up quick. We know we can almost know what's coming next without even talking about it. And yeah. That is my highlight. My highlight of Flim was when Aaron shit his pants. <laughs> it was a heavy skid mark. <laughs> no, you shit <laughs> in you your, shit pants. your pants. It was, you, you had to burn so them. Bad, you had to you burn don't them. burn skid marks. <laughs> <laughs> heavy, heavy skid mark. <laughs> no, heavy skid marks no. you take home to wash. You fucking blew out the oil pan all over the road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite part of the construction is probably the smoker because it's it's probably the the coolest thing we've ever built together. And we've built a lot together. It's literally actually aside from the oil pan joke, it's literally made from the oil pan of a Peterbilt. Yeah. The lid is uh, half, of a gre- half of oh, an oil I, barrel yeah. and the lid to the where to the, the fire, fire goes yeah. is uh, a a sign yeah, contraband, a road sign. Actually, you paid for that with your taxes, so don't worry Yeah, about exactly. It. There you go. All right. Yeah. Truck stop, you're up. So the underwear was pretty badly worn out already, and it <laughs> was due to be thrown out, so... Nope. You walked up the hill with a face that said, I shit myself, carrying them in front of you like, shame, shame. Oh, full, full walk of shame. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You dropped him in the fire and you looked at us like, yep, that just happened. Full Game of Thrones walking down the main boulevard. Yeah. I shit myself. (laughs) I don't care how ripped those fucking underwear were. With your underwear in in hand. Yeah. That waistband did not come undone fast enough. Because I shit about 10 times today, too. And the first fart that I went down to take a shit and it was just a fart was... The same experience. <laughs> very, very breathtaking. It's just a shit. Or just a fart. Um, so the best thing that I, from building today, was definitely the hot tub fiasco. Not today. Sorry. Friday. Friday the morning. The repair job. Because we broke the hot tub, and then we had to figure out how to fix it. And that's what I do on the daily. I'm a fixer, so I was like, Okay. We're going we're gonna to figure this out. We had to take some things apart. We got the initial repair done. And then we had to do a patch job on the initial r- repair with the glove. But uh, getting that initial repair and how are we going to do this sorted was uh, a feat that we had to accomplish. That was a bit of a highlight that we actually... I was, I was thinking we like... We MacGyvered the shit out of Yeah, it. I was thinking there. this could go both ways. This could go... We don't have a hot tub this year, possibly... And then, like, okay, let's get over the fact that, yes, maybe there's not a hot tub, and let's just actually try and do it and get get through that. That's always a, a thing that I have to get through. Like, 
do we just give up right now and just say, oh, no, this thing's broken? No, you got to overcome that and uh, get to switch that in your brain and say, no, we can get this to work and let's figure it out. It so was figured out. It yeah. was actually absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I never, I never felt for a moment we wouldn't figure it because how much I trust you guys. But uh, yeah, we we really made that happen from nothing. With almost, we had no duct tape. We had one foot of duct tape. We were using literal sticks that DJ cut for us. And Elliot, it was incredible. Yeah. Just really quickly, it's been good to connect again after this year of pandemic. Um, you know, going in for a hug, and I might go a little lower and squeeze some butts on the way too. So, <laughs> yeah, it's been just great connecting again and seeing some faces and meeting new friends here. Uh, connecting over some country music here when I showed up last night, and yeah, it's been a great weekend again of bonding with boys and manly hugs. And your favorite part of the village? Squeezing butts. No, no, no. no, no. no. Building, building okay, wise. okay, okay. <laughs> Build-wise. Build-wise, that uh, ring, of, uh, ring of fire, maybe? That, uh, oh, the rock wall. Rock oh, wall. old Stonewall Jackson, the DJ. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I, I think my favorite bit of construction, I'm, I'm not going to lie, I participated in both the planning and building of the smoker, but I had my serious doubts that it would succeed today, and it succeeded like a fucking champ. Yeah. And, like... As a guy that owns a you know eight hundred dollar smoker, I was absolutely surprised how well and consistent it worked. Yeah, and that was that blew my mind. But I also like didn't doubt how like our ingenuity. We're like when we we first brought it up, I was like, oh, this shit's not gonna work, and it worked. Yeah, just like everything else in this camp. We when we kind of piece things together and we go, I want to have a hot tub at Fwim. Okay, how do we do it? We make the most redneck damn thing that we have here. And I think it's cool. Like we have, we're so bougie that we grind our own coffee and we have a soda stream out here. Yet we are. No, sitting- you have a soda stream. <laughs> okay, you grind your coffee. So you, you can't go that far with me. Yeah, we do have very expensive coffee beans and a coffee grinder. Yeah. And a French press, a two liter French press. Yeah. Yeah, just because Mr. I like coffee. carbonated yeah, you, water in my vodka. Mr. Coffee. You know. But yet we're recording a podcast on a piece of OSB. You know what I mean? Like, that goes a long way. Like, it shows where what we care about, we follow through, and we do it well. We have lots of lumber because people care about getting lumber. We have good food because people care to cook. We have a hot tub that we're all going to enjoy here soon. We have a wicked firewall, right? Like, all we have a great place to sleep. No setting up a tent, no bullshit like that. We do it right. So, uh, I think mine is also going to be the Fwim Shack, just to uh, echo Rhett. Uh, it, yeah, it was it was a joy to build. Like there there was uh, we're, we're throwing on the poly, and uh, I got one hammer tacker hammer stapler, and uh, <clears throat> we're pulling up the the poly, and I'm like Rhett, yeah, just tag it there. I'm like. Okay, uh, shit, I need the stapler. I, I, uh, I'm like, hey, re- pass it to me. And he's like, oh, okay. So this is over 12 feet. We're both up on sawhorses. 
and he just wings the thing. <laughs> And I just snatch it out of the air, pull it tight, bam, bam, bam. I'm like, fuck yeah. Not only once. No. Then we went to the <laughs> other side of the roof, did the exact same maneuver. And oh, it was awesome. It. Well, so you stapled it. <laughs> I thought yeah, I was for, getting... for the Lister land there, uh, right wing was Jew almost, or right wing yeah. almost uh, punched uh, old, <laughs> old uh, hipster in the face there. Uh, for for me, it's because uh, I'm a big picture guy. It's the whole looking back at the whole village, standing 50 feet away. You've got an unbelievable kitchen, walled tent, LED lighting around it, uh, two burner, you know, two Coleman burners, uh, you know, flat iron grill for the hamburgers for Elliot's Burger Shack. You've got, you know, another tent with all the beer coolers in it. You've got the flim stove that's keeping the hot tub warm with a pump in it. You've got the flim smoker made out of the, the fucking Peterbilt, uh, you know, oil pan and grease barrel. You've got the the hot tub, the flim shack, the tiki torches, like the whole thing. And then the best part, you got the boys. That's the best and most important. Amen to part. that. So, from all of us to all of you, thank you. This is another year at FWIM. This is the FWIMcast. We are the Blue Collar Movie Review. Please email us at uh, theboys at bluecollarmoviereviews.com. My name is No Name Noah. This is 90s Josh. Ellie, voice of the hipster. Truck Stop Aaron, how's it doing? Fuck. Can't have Timmy. Rat White and Blue. Gorgeous Greg. And Bucky. Wild card. And I've been replaced. I mean, I'm the DJ. <laughs> Stonewall Jackson reporting for duty. <laughs> That's your new nickname, by the way, <laughs> DJ. <laughs> uh, we love you guys. Thank you for listening to us. You are so appreciated. All the best from us to you. This has been the Flimcast. We're out. Bow, bow. What was that? Did you kill it? Was that a cat?